Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. There are just enormous elimination games tonight in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. The Hurricanes lead the series against the Islanders, going to the racetrack on Strong Island. Playa. But it's still 3-2, Canes. The Islanders extended the series on Tuesday night when Sorokin made 34 saves and a 3-2 win at Raleigh. That was huge. Lane Lambert, the Islanders coach, changed the lines up mid-game, swapping the first and third line centers, Horvat and Pajot. And the victory uh, was huge for the Islanders. Now they get to play in front of their fans on a Friday night. Everybody's going to be lit. Everybody's going to be hammered. They got a shot, and they had lost on Sunday in game four, five to two, getting lit up. And, you know, there was no, for lack of a better term, panic in our game, Lambert said Tuesday. We just made sure that we stuck to our plan. We knew we needed a couple of saves to go home. Certainly we did that. I thought we played pretty steady and pretty solid, and we battled. The Islanders are trying to overcome a 3-1 deficit uh, in a best-of-seven for the first time since they beat the Capitals in the 87 Patrick Division semis. Anders Lee, their captain, said, It's a resilient group. Our road just to get in wasn't easy. We had to pull ourselves out of a hole after some tough stretches, but we believe in this group and what we can do and how we can play. Both teams have 14 goals in the first five games. Goalie Ferrello Ranta of the Canes hasn't been the issue. The Islanders scored three goals or fewer in every game except game three when they scored four goals. In a matter of 2:18 in the third period, in a 5-1 win, and Rana's save percentage in the series is 90, right in line with a season average of 91. Would Brindamore really start? Anderson, Frederick Anderson, and Ned. He's been out. He's been sick. He's had upper body injuries in this series. And he was the guy practicing Thursday. Would they start him tonight? We'll see. Brindamore said there's a chance. Farella Rana was always better at home. 11-0-1 with a 91 save percentage than his road record. 8-3-2 with a 90 save percentage. Remember, the Canes blew it last year. They were up 2-zip and 3-2 against the Rangers and lost. Now, how about the Florida Panthers? They're home in Sunrise after a second win in Boston, forced game six. Kachuk with the winner in over.
overtime at the Garden to send it back to South FLA with all of that gorgeous hunk, hunk, hunk. If they win tonight, game seven would be Sunday in Boston. Kachuk said we were supposed to get swept in this series, right? I don't think anybody really gave us a chance after losing two games in a row at home. Sergei Bobrovsky was unbelievable. A 44 save performance in his second start of the series. He had the Bruins all kinds of frustrated. And they got the win despite Boston holding a 47-25 shots advantage. They were all over the ice, flying everywhere, shooting left and right. But Bobrovsky wouldn't break, let alone that breakaway chance by Marchand with no time left in the game that would have sent the Bruins to the next round. But Bobrovsky came up huge with the right pad save. So Kachuk had the game-winning goal and an assist for Hagee had three helpers in the game. Remember, though, the Bruins did win games three and four in the Sunshine State. Bergeron returned to the lineup from injury. He did have a goal in his playoff debut Wednesday. Centerman David Krejci, who's been out with an upper body injury, did travel with the team to Florida. He hasn't been ruled out. Taylor Hall has done it all. Five goals, eight points already in the playoff run. He scored in four straight postseason games. That's the longest streak by a Bruin since 2010. Now the Dallas Stars can finish off their first round series in the West against the Wild in St. Paul tonight. The Stars have won the last two games to take a 3-2 lead in the best of seven. How about this guy, Hintz, has led the way with 11 points, four goals, seven assists, setting a team record for points in a playoff series. Tyler Sagan has four power play goals in the series, and the Stars have gone 9 for 22 on the power play. The Wild have had a problem. Kaprizov and Boldy have not been scoring. The Wild have been great on the PK all year, but they've only killed 13 of 22 against Dallas. They have to stay out of the penalty box. They keep getting burned by it. The big question is, will... Pavelski play in the game. He had 77 points, 28 goals in a regular season. Played all 82 games. But he got injured in game one and hasn't played since. They really need him. Sagan needs one more power play goal to tie Mike Madonna's team record for the most in an entire postseason. And finally, the last game of the night's going to be a shocker, perhaps. The Kraken, making their first playoff appearance ever, are one win away from eliminating the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. They try to do it tonight at home in Seattle. They took a 3-2 lead in the best of seven with a 3-2 win on Wednesday night at the Ball Arena in Denver. The Avs won the Central Division title with a 51-24-7 record and 109 points, but they've been feeling the pressure. Their coach, Jared Bednar, said, I've said it a million times, we're putting the most pressure on ourselves out of anybody, right? Because we want to win and we want to get rewarded for the hard work we put in for the season. There's a second-year team that we're dealing with here. They got in the playoffs. They're a good team. They're playing loose. They're confident. Obviously, the guys in the room in their room are like, well, yeah, we want to win, but expectations are on our team. 
But that's nothing new to our group either. We've dealt with that over the last three or four years, last year especially, and they got the job done. I believe in our team to be able to deal with the expectations. The Avs will get Kale McCarr back for this game tonight. He received a suspension because of the late hit on uh, Jared McCann along the boards on uh, game four. Uh, But they're going to be without defenseman Josh Manson. He left Wednesday's game in the second period with a lower body injury. It doesn't look like McCann will be able to go for Seattle either. Philip Grubauer made 26 saves against his former team. And how about that kid, Ty Cartier, the AHL's Rookie of the Year? He scored in his NHL debut in the playoffs. The Kraken have scored the opening goal in each of the previous five games in the series. Nate McKinnon said, it's tough. Yeah, we didn't have our A game or our B game on Wednesday. I don't know why. We just have to find a way to bring Game 7 back here. I think we're just shooting ourselves in the foot. I know it's cliche to say, but I think there's plays to be made out there, and we're just not making them for whatever reason. It's not a matter of work or competitiveness or anything like that. So tonight, all eliminators, Islanders at home, Panthers at home, Wild at home, Kraken at home. Can Carolina eliminate the Isles? Can Boston eliminate the Panthers? Can Dallas eliminate the Wild? Can Colorado somehow save face and force a game seven? Can Seattle get it done and knock out the champs? It's going to be insanity tonight on the ice. How about that draft last night? The first round, the shocker, Will Levis. Not a shock to me, but a shock to everybody else that he wasn't selected in the first round of the 23 NFL draft. They invited him to Kansas City. 17 players invited to attend the first round. Only four of those players didn't hear their name. Levis. Alabama defensive back Brian Branch, Penn State corner Joey Porter Jr., and Georgia Tech defensive end Keon White. None of them got called on the first night. Levis, some people who I like to deem idiots, had him going number one in the draft over Young. That didn't happen. A lot of people had him going number two in the draft. That didn't happen. I was right. C.J. Stroud. Boom. So much for Tyree Wilson going number two. Or Will Anderson. They had him going third. Right there with the Texans. I never liked Levis. 6'4", 229. That's why everybody likes him. They all think he's Josh Allen. Please. Oh, he's got a strong arm and he's mobile. He never did jack at Kentucky. He never did jack at Penn State. In 21, he threw 24 touchdowns and 13 picks. Last year, he threw 19 TDs and 10 picks. I mean, unbelievable. He rushed for nine TDs as a junior. He had two rushing TDs as a senior. He was 66% as a junior throwing the rock, 65% as a senior. He just kept getting worse. But all the geniuses in the NFL kept saying he was going to be high in the first round. Everybody thought he was going to the Colts. So much for that, they took Anthony Richardson of the Florida Gators. All of these people think they know everything about the NFL draft and all these college players. Bottom line, I said it for months. 
The guy didn't do jack. He never won. He did nothing. He was terrible. In my opinion, that's just flat out the, the truth. And then everybody thought he was going to be this gigantic superstar, you know, franchise changing player. And now he's waiting for Friday night to get selected. Although he's got this going for him. Uh, he's the best player available on the board. If you believe that. Honestly, I thought the Eagles did the best. They got Jalen Carter. I don't care what anybody thinks about him. He is just a savage beast. Plus, they got outside linebacker Nolan Smith of Georgia, another bulldog who's a badass. And I love the Steelers trade up to get Broderick Jones, the massive tackle out of Georgia. He's a freak. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.